Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Fantasy Romance and Romantic Fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. It's a beautiful morning here in Santa Fe. Beautiful springy morning. So I'm doing the outside video. <sighs> the um, background isn't amazingly beautiful. We have yet to do any spring cleanup, so you'll see a, a disarray of things. But isn't it beautiful? Blue skies. We could show you more blue skies. I could tilt it up. There. Tilt it up some so that uh, you get more blue sky and less. Well, it's still showing a fair amount of like the drip system hoses and so forth. Jackson's um, leash gets snagged on them and pulls them everywhere, so I just. I don't know. If I were a different personality, I would probably have them like neatly coiled up, but I am not that personality. You can hear the birdie singing. Uh, so anyway, today is Thursday, March 11th. And uh, I actually have sticky notes today, things I've been meaning to tell you. I am uh, feeling still a little bit under the weather. Uh, I did not get much writing done yesterday. I got like 142 words written and then I went down for a two hour nap. Um, there was just like nothing there. I tried. I tap, tap, tapped. Nothing there. Uh, after my nap, I was, you know, it's like one of those really deep sleeps where I was incredibly disoriented when I woke up. Um, but I did get caught up on like emails and various other businessy things. So that robust immune system, right? I think this works okay to do this outside. I'm squintier than usual, but I thought I shouldn't wear my sunglasses for the video part. <sighs> Coffee is good. So then I started to um, work out this morning, started to lift weights and felt that tiredness start to grab at me again. So I, I used my pendulum. I used my pendulum to, to body test stuff and uh, asked the pendulum if it would benefit my health to lift weights this morning. It was no. And I was like, what about going for a walk? No. Jumping rope? No. So uh, I didn't ask about drinking coffee. <laughs> since that's not optional. This, um, my mom's poor mosaic table is just cracking, cracking. I need to figure out a way to fix this up. So anyway, we'll see uh, how I do today. Um, you know, if I have to do my best to write as I can, and if I can't, I can't. So thank you all for the good wishes and um, input and so forth. I think I am going to treat that Smashwords 10-day upload, um, you know, which is a week earlier than I have to do for any other platform as a uh, as my buffer zone. And if I need to push back the Smashwords deadline, I will. And I shouldn't have any problem, knock on wood, uh, meeting the other ones. And mostly I'll just need that time to revise. So we'll see how things go. But um, I'm not going to stress about it.
neighbors zooming up the road too fast too fast all right so things to talk about on my sticky notes um so one thing about vellum is so we one of the things I talked about yesterday with my timelines uh for getting you know the book basically uploaded that one of my turnarounds is formatting and uh I think it was dark storm asked me about using vellum because yes it's true that there are very very loud voices who continuously extol the virtues of vellum I don't understand it of course I've never actually tried to use vellum because you have to have a Mac computer um which I do not and you know how like the Mac people are always telling you are always trying to convert you to Mac um which is an evangelism I don't quite understand either another neighbor going way too fast I guess they're all zooming off to work it's a little before eight ha 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 I'm sitting here in the sun this is my job <laughs> literally my job drinking coffee and talking to you guys so um, back to actual parts of my job not taunting the neighbors so I don't understand where the Mac evangelism comes from. Maybe it's like um there's subconscious waves coming through the operating system that like tries to convince them to go out and tell everybody to switch to Mac because I mean I don't go around telling everyone to switch to PC right it's like use what works for you I am not ramping up to a totally different operating system yet again at this point in my life happy using my HP computer no kickbacks were delivered for me saying that either uh so anyway there is like apparently a vellum workaround for PC this is the same thing as like you can't upload to the Apple platform to Apple books unless you have a Mac computer the workaround doesn't work for shit and I don't know it, it's one of the things that makes me not like Apple and Mac because I think they do that on purpose I think that they are so proprietary and they have all of these things that work only on their platform and so they try to get everyone to be part of their platform so I've had people even tell me they're like oh it's totally worth the investment if you self-publish a lot of books and I'm telling you guys this because they will tell you this also if you self-publish a lot of books it's totally worth it to even buy an old refurbished Mac and buy vellum which is like 250 dollars and use it only for that only for formatting because vellum is so amazing so great whatever so who do I use I use BB BB ebooks Thailand Paul Salvet uh and it's interesting I only found out recently that Paul Salvet was at Oxford with Emily Ma who uh, is a friend of the podcast uh, she's been I've interviewed her before uh, now that everything's opening up again I should get her on video because you guys would enjoy her uh, we could do another interview and uh, you could see her you could see her pretty face I could make her come over here for coffee we could meet at an actual coffee shop in public 
people probably wouldn't appreciate us video podcasting though. So anyway, um, yeah, small world, right? (laughs) Paul was at, and I've been using Paul to format my books for, for years and years, longer than I've known Emily. So anyway, um, I will put a link in the show notes. I will almost certainly remember to do that. If not, it's in the comments on yesterday's, um, the post to the blog, but you can look it up BB eBooks Thailand. Uh, all the rates are right there on the website. There's no caginess. There's no bouncing around, uh, for them to format my eBooks. They give me a digital copy for that's right for every platform. Uh, also for print and it's $115 and the, the vellum people are like, Oh, but you know, if you publish enough books, you'll invest in the, you know, refurbished Mac computer and buying vellum. Uh, you'll earn that back in no time. Maybe I, I like having them do it. Uh, even though it adds some turnaround time, they ask for three days. I, I don't think he's ever gotten it back to me in less than 24. Uh, he does updates for me typically for free. If I want to do a massive update, uh, Kareen will ask him about it and it's generally very reasonable. You know, like sometimes I want to go through and update the back matter on a whole series. I've done that sometimes. And he's like, Oh, $25. (laughs) You guys, it is worth my time for him to do it. The other thing that, that they do at BBE is that they keep up with all of the constantly changing, uh, digital requirements from the various retailers. So for instance, I have a a boo-boo on my finger. I'm not exactly sure how I did that. I was helping David relocate the fish tank yesterday. Um, big excitement in our household, but but yeah, like a little bit of a blood blister here or something. Oh, well, there goes a neighbor walking her dog, not going too fast. So, um, and also I just think it looks better. So when we're good morning, (laughs) when we do anthologies and stuff, inevitably there'll be someone who uses vellum. I think Leslie Penelope uses vellum and I will just say, oops, sorry. Uh, I kicked the table. Um, now I'm getting hot in the sun. It's not great. I love that stripping down. So, uh, I always, if I'm coordinating the anthology, I really fight for let's, let's use BBE because, um, I just think it looks better. I think it looks more professional. I've always had the goal with, uh, my self published books that they don't look any different than the trad published books. <coughs> Thank you. It's spring. There will be sneezing. Uh, and I think it does. So it was interesting because, so that takes care of my sticky note, vellum versus BBE, uh, library addict commented that she really hates the way that vellum bloats the coding on eBooks, which was not something that I knew about, but it makes me feel better. It makes me feel vindicated because I've just always had this. I just don't think vellum looks as good and ever, and other people argue with me because they'll say, Oh, it looks just the same. And I'm like, uh, does it, does it really? 
but I also put my books in print. And and there are plenty of people who like only put their books into Kindle Unlimited. And, you know, yeah, if you're only going to ever do Kindle Unlimited and you want to write books as fast as possible and have no turnaround time, I, I don't know. Use vellum. Because um, <laughs> there's a lot of things about Kindle Unlimited that are like, you don't really need the refinements. Know what I mean? So, so that's the deal there. Let's do earrings before I forget. So today are little red crescent moons. I will hold them up. It might be funny light with the sunshine, but you guys will have to live with it. So these little crescent moons and they're metal with um, enameling on them so that it's shades of red with a bit of swirl of green and orange and stuff. And I don't know if the colors come out very well, but these earrings I did buy myself on vacation um, up in British Columbia near the Kootenai Valley. Uh, David and I were out rambling around on the roads and we found this forge that had um, these that had jewelry. They, they made big metal sculptures and stuff too, but they had these earrings. And so I bought two pairs, one for me and one for my mom. And my mom's have been repossessed because I think she didn't really care for them. So I will be wearing those tomorrow. But I, I love buying stuff like uh, earrings on vacation because I will forever remember that that's uh, where I got them. And it reminds me of being there and how fun that was. So let's see. I don't have that much time, so I'm choosing topics. So this is something that I've been meaning to talk to you guys about since last week, because I saw a famous author, big name author, BNA, ah, neighbor going nice and slowly down the road. That was Doug, Doug with Ruggles perched on the dashboard. Ruggles is a little white dog. I'm sure somebody would know what the breed is, but he's, he's a cutie. Actually, Doug's a cutie too. So big name author, BNA, uh, put up a post warning people about shenanigans and big name author said something along the lines of, um, successful authors will not do this thing. And big name author is obviously a successful author, big name author says successful authors will not do this thing. Only self-published authors desperate for a platform will do this thing. And this rubbed me wrong. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I, I will agree that there are a lot of self-publishing authors who are desperate for a platform. I think that there are a lot of traditionally published authors who are desperate for a platform. I think there's a lot of traditionally published, moderately successful authors desperate for a platform. Uh, I really did not appreciate that uh, positioning of herself as being so much better than everybody else. Um, it's just uh, a snobbery that no one needs, right? We don't, 
we we don't need it and and i think it comes back to this thing that some successful authors believe that that their success is entirely because they're just so fucking awesome <laughs> and and certainly being a wonderful writer is 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 important right but there are also lots of wonderful writers out there who have never found their audience um you know a, the the classic example of course is you know like jane austen was she desperate for a platform did they even know what a platform was in the regency england but she you know was not her books were not really widely recognized until after her death and you know there's I'm not exactly sure what I want to say. Curve Bill Thrasher is saying it so much more sweetly, singing you his mating song. He says he's got a really great spot. If any of you girls are interested, he has primo spot. Food, water, nice neighbors. So let's see, what am I trying to say here? I just, um, I always wonder at people who are very successful who fail to credit what is essentially their privilege. So whether that counts as like racial privilege, and I do not mean to in any way water down um, the importance of that, especially right now in our society, but there are also other kinds of privilege. And some of that, you know, has to do with serendipity. A uh, big name author hit the exact right genre at exact right moment, um, had, had a great build, um, has a devoted following. And, I love big name authors books. A lot of people do. I like other authors books, um, more, more than that. And had, and they have not nowhere near that following. There are other authors who have huge followings that I really don't like their books at all. And I don't understand why they're successful. And I think we have all had that experience, right? As readers. So I don't know. Um, I get really tired of the lumping self-published authors in with the word desperate and I don't know. It, it's really nice if you're a successful enough author that you could sort of hold yourself above the unwashed masses of other authors and declaim what they will and will not do with a broad brush. But, um, I just think that it's it it's unfeeling. It, it's unfeeling, and and you know maybe maybe not everyone needs to show compassion for the other struggling professionals in their field, but it's also not. I don't know. Not not necessary. You know, you. You can uh, think that you're better than everyone else without saying so. Not that I do that. <laughs> but if at some point in time I decided that I was better than someone else, I would not say so. So, so yeah, uh, that was something I wanted to talk about. So now I have other things to talk about, um, but I will save them because I'm almost at 20 minutes now, but 
tomorrow I am going to talk about uh, the Go-Go's documentary, which is showing on, I think it was Showtime we watched it on. So if you want to study up for tomorrow's podcast, I can't imagine why you would want to. But if you do, um, I want to talk about the Go-Go's and that documentary. Um, I have things to say. Uh, and I will go on record that it was funny because David said he didn't recognize so many of the songs. I was like, I know, I knew all the words to every song. Uh, I love the Go-Go's, but apparently I never transitioned them from cassette tape. So these are all things to talk about, right? So on those notes, first cup of coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network. Did you know that? And you will find other podcasts you love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.